with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Friday edition of The Drive. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving Still, um, still, still fairly full, and uh, didn't haven't even really tried to attempt a a full meal of leftovers. Just had a little of this, a little of that uh, afterwards. But yeah, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. We are here for the Black Friday edition. Well, we have all kinds of deals for you. Do we? I don't know. That's usually what that's usually what everybody's saying on Black Friday. The mu- the music seemed a little hot. I was that's what I was going to oh, say. It, oh, but it's, it's, it's o- funny because it didn't seem it didn't it's, seem it's, it's over now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just when we you know what the music's fine. I think when we try to talk over it at times, it can seem like that, that uh, we're loud enough. Yeah, I know, but you know. maybe maybe some of the other folks are, but we are. Yeah. How was Thanksgiving? Uh, it was great. I hope uh, I hope everyone out there enjoyed their uh, enjoyed their holiday as well. We have a uh, slice or two of the uh, Cosgrove pie left. That's about it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the, the Cosgrove pie is uh, you know a little little bit of it made it through this a um, little bit of it made it through this holiday too. So yeah, we'll, that's we'll good. Uh, always always good. And and of course it is Iron Bowl Eve. We will uh, we'll be talking a lot about that. Taking should, taking your get, calls. And we questions. should mention where Drew is too, right? You know, people will be worried. Well, right? well, like, Drew wasn't here Wednesday either, though. I know he's been down. He's he's down with family in Florida. I know when when Drew's not here, we should provide an update, right? Well, like okay, Drew. we let you know when he's sick. If he's just not here because he's with his family, or you know, he he he's uh, he's spending Thanksgiving holidays with his family drew observing the thanksgiving uh the american thanksgiving holiday and uh, i was i was corrected about that by uh, by, by somebody because it's a i guess there are other ones too but drew was uh, drew was observing uh, uh the holiday down in northwest florida where where i'm also from so mm-hmm. it was uh yeah hopefully he's uh all the best uh, all the best to drew and uh, and, and his and, and i think is monday the plan is he back yeah he said he'd be back monday because we're at franklin so he, we are indeed at franklin tire on monday he'd better be back uh, by uh, by monday yeah yeah we, we will uh it, it'll be tough for both of us to be there and uh and somebody running the board yeah this so. is an audience of one situation jacob uh, he'd better be back Drew better be back yeah. on Monday or we got to scramble. All right. So, uh, yeah, so we will be talking about the Iron Bowl tomorrow. We, we'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the game? I mean, it's uh, Auburn about a two-touchdown underdog, and I, I really haven't – I don't know that I have spoken to anyone. I've spoken to some optimistic people that feel like, you know, if if things go well, if things break right, if if Auburn plays its best and Alabama helps them – it, I still have not heard anyone predicting Auburn to win. No, the, I mean, where would this rank? Where would this rank in Iron Bowl upsets if Auburn won? Um, it would be up there. I don't know if it would be at biggest the one absolute sin, top. Biggest one since. I have to look. I you know? know the fact that you have to it, look. It, it, but but uh, I mean, here's the thing: Auburn should have beaten Alabama two years ago as a larger underdog than they are now. But they didn't win. They didn't win. They didn't win. They didn't win. So we'd have to go to when was Auburn more than a 14 point underdog? I think the line was double and digits. Won. I believe all, the line was double digits in 0-2. Um, I with, believe with the Trey Smith. I believe that's correct. Yeah, I believe I believe that game was a. I believe it was. Yeah, but I believe it was somewhere. It was it under been, fourteen. I think it might have been closer. It was to 10. 10, 11 yeah, or something been, yeah, like that. Than, so I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't. You know, I have no idea what the line was. 
uh, and you know, and, and was punt it, Bama punt. Was it ten? Was it? 10 I for don't the, know that it was fourteen. Was it ten for the thirteen game? I, I, I want to say that. I want to say that Auburn. It was seems a, like it was around ten. I want to say Auburn was around. It may not have. It may have been nine and a half, but yeah. it was. It was around ten. But this one is. It would be the how about thirteen and a half to fourteen and a half, depending on where you look. It would be the biggest upset in an Iron Bowl at Jordan Hare, ever. If Auburn, yes. if Auburn wins, I would say I would Auburn say yes, tomorrow, that is true. And and Auburn, of course, has had much more success at Jordan Hare. Auburn has had more success, but this would be the biggest. Upset, I, I, think I think you're right about that. You know, in, in an Iron Bowl, you know, by Auburn in, in this situation, and uh, and there's also I guess oh one would be the thirty one seven. Yes, and that's the largest margin of victory by Alabama in Jordan Hare Stadium. I believe twenty four is the thirty one seven. What was it in um, fifteen? Was it forty two fourteen? That may have topped. I want to say it was in the thirties versus the teams. Okay, in, mm, in yeah, it was it was one sided. All right. I believe two, twenty four is two thousand one yeah. and two thousand fifteen have been the two biggest. Wins by Alabama at Jordan Hare. Twenty nine thirteen was twenty nine thirteen. Oh, gee, it seemed so, worse than that. Yes, I guess. it did. Yes, it did. So, so that's yeah, sixteen. But the uh, so so twenty four would be the most Bama's ever won by at Jordan Hare Stadium. And then I think if Auburn won outright, it would be the biggest upset in in this. So, so there's you know a couple couple things to. Well, yeah, what, I mean, you might you might go back to the nineteen forty nine game. I have no idea. What did you? Know, you Auburn was a, uh, you know, from all reports, Auburn was a huge underdog in '49. Can I can I ask without? I mean, we can make we can wait till the last segment. But what did you what did you submit for the for the Brian pick? Do you want to? I didn't pick Auburn to win. I didn't either. I didn't. My 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 thought on this is, and kind of what I said on the Observer podcast, like I I think that there's a, I would say there's a fifty fifty chance between a competitive game that Alabama wins in the fourth quarter versus a non-competitive game that Alabama wins in the first seven or eight minutes. Like, I think those are your... Those, those feel, are your most likely scenarios. Those feel like the two yes, most likely scenarios on the board. Well, I, yeah, after after Alabama winning comfortably, the next likely scenario is Auburn hanging tough for a good while and then Alabama you know, pulling away at the end. Right, and we've talked about the 0-9 game, which to me is, I mean, if you can if you can get, if you're Auburn, and you can get 20-plus points on the board in the first half and hold If Auburn out, can get 20-plus points on the board, I think that they've got a chance. They've got a chance. Of making it uh, very interesting. Unless Bama's score starts with a 4. She, yeah, Unless but Bama's I think if, yeah, I mean, that would be wild. Now, if you get into one of those, if you get into a 40-something to 20-something game, it's like, that is... That is much wilder well, than most people. I think most everyone is picking thirty something to around twenty. I think the is over, what it seems like. I think the over under is right around fifty. I think it's 48, 48 to fifty, depending on where that's you, that's where what you I'm that, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. hearing a lot of thirty one seventeen, thirty four to sixteen. You know, something around fifty. Uh, now, my pick would would have the score going over. I'll tell you that. Okay. So do, I'll, well, do you, I'll give do you, you have, the final Did you score. give Auburn 20-plus points? No, I did not. Okay. Whoa. Oh, oh, well, all right. That's, there's, you know, that takes some of the suspense away. Yeah, me. that's true. <laughs> all right. No, I did, I did in, uh, in, Doug's, in Doug's picking contest, I took Auburn in the points. Okay. All right. 
Now, I may have not done that in Brian's. So you're doing a little fence riding. Well, I didn't mean to. Yeah. You got a lead to protect in Brian's. I thing. mean, I, I hate I hate to pick Auburn to get beaten by more than 15 points when when I feel like yeah they absolutely have I a may, chance of staying within that. I may have I may have picked exactly 15 in Brian's thing. I may have gone. I think I think I went 31-16. Alabama, which which is well, I'll tell you that, and then that's right on the that's right on I, the. I had I had sixteen. I had I had thirty eight sixteen. Okay, so we're both we're we're both sort of don't you know, don't like it one bit. No, no. And, and you know what? And that's I guess the question of how you would get to a score like that would be like, is that going to be? See, a, I'm thinking it could be something like a twenty four to sixteen game. And then Alabama scores, Auburn throws a pick, and it ends up 38-16. One possession, yeah, one possession game in the third quarter that that turns towards Alabama in the game's final 15-20 minutes. Here is something, here's something to keep in mind though. I mean, I do think I think there've been a couple of times when Nick Saban could have uh added on to the score against Auburn and I and I do I do believe fully that he and Hugh Freeze are good friends, but he's also got a he's also got but, a game to win next week. Yes, but I, I would I would think that's also in consideration for this. But Auburn has been encroaching on Alabama's territory a little bit recruiting wise. This is a huge, huge recruiting day. Again, I I agree with with what Jason and Brian have both said this week that the score is not going to be the determining factor for most recruits. But I think that if given the opportunity, Nick Saban would like to send a message to yeah. those recruits that, you know, he's he's still the man. Yeah, he's still Nick Saban. Yeah. And he'll crush the Rebel so, I mean, Alliance. That one might prevent – I mean, it, if it's a situation sort of like I said, oh. if it could be a 24-16, we got a fight we got in the Missouri-Arkansas game. we got game. action on the sideline. Man, a lot – see, see a lot of skirmishes here in the in these these final games, yeah, don't shame. you? That's a shame, isn't it? You know, I mean, it seems like this was just pushing and shoving, and then and now they've been separated, but – yeah, Missouri going Missouri going for win number ten. Yeah, how about that? What a, what a season. great season for the uh, for the Missouri Tigers. SEC Coach of the Year, Eli Drinkwitz. I would think so now. I think so too. I think I mean, so. As, you know, as, as, I thought if they lost another game or two, probably not. And but, it's uh, and it's understandable. But a that ten and two, Missouri. Yes, it's understandable. People would look at what Kirby Smart is doing and say you have to consider him for a, SEC. A coach team that's going for a, a coach that's going for a third straight national sure. championship. It hasn't lost a game. That was that that was set off by a super late hit. On Brady, uh, Brady Cook going out of bounds. Arkansas second, you know they did that to Auburn too, didn't they? When the, when they're when they're late when they're yeah. late, when they're late yes, on the sideline in in the Auburn game too. Um, yeah, so second time uh, we, we've uh, we've seen that in a, in a conference game recently from Arkansas. But but anyways, uh, uh, so so get, getting back to Nick Saban, I think you're right. There's there's maybe a little bit of extra pressure on Alabama and on Nick Saban to perform. In this game, not just because of what could be ahead for Alabama and what's at stake. If I, they I don't. Lose. I don't think it would hurt Alabama if they won by a score. I don't think it would hurt if they beat Georgia next week. No, but but the point you were just making. The point about, I'm making about recruiting. Uh, yes. Is I mean, and it's funny. I mean, we were talking about the Alabama depth chart the other day, where on offense they uh -oh. only have two Alabama now players. We got punches. Uh, two Alabama players on the Alabama offensive depth chart. They got more on the defensive depth chart, and Auburn appears to be trying to focus more in state than uh, than Alabama has. But I I don't I think Alabama wants wants everyone to know it's not because um, it's not because they're 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 conceding any players in state. 
No, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think so uh, whatsoever. It got. It got. Uh, it got. It got out of hand. Uh, two plays in a row there in the Missouri Arkansas game. Ugly early in the uh, in, in midway through the second. Yeah, just quarter. under six minutes to go in the first half, and Missouri up ten zip. No, so I'm. I'm thinking if if Auburn can if if Auburn can start. I mean, if Auburn, Auburn can start hot it's early, it's imperative. It's a, it's it's absolutely a must for Auburn to start fast. Both both sides of the ball, because yes. a lot of that does. You know, a lot of that sounds like there's pressure on the quarterback and the receivers and stuff like that. No, I mean there's pressure all around on on both sides of the ball to uh, uh, to, to to get things going. And um, no, I think I think there's a uh, and th- and that's true of deep. There, I mean, the pass rush, you know, can't let. Can't let Jalen Milrow uh, have uh, have free reign. The secondary has to win its matchups. I mean, it, it's a ton of pressure. Like you, you can pick pretty much any position group, and I'd say there's pressure on them early on mm-hmm. in this game because the margin of uh, the margin of error is is tiny against a team like Alabama. Well, it has been for Auburn all year long, and and especially again tomorrow. We'd love for you to join in here on the Friday Drive. We've got a few guests. Who will be uh, with us? Did you say uh, we're going to hear from Ferg today? Yeah, we we got to call Justin Ferguson. I think uh, right uh, right after the segment ends. Okay, good, good. We will get with him. Uh, Coach Don Dunn joins us as well. We'd love for you to, and you can do so by calling us on the drive hotline. Presented by Skybar, that number, 334-321-1390. You can also text the show, 334-564-1840, on the drive text box, presented by our friends at Southeastern Industrial Contractors. And uh, we'd love for you to join in. We'll check in with Justin Ferguson when we come back. Just getting underway here on the Friday edition of The Drive. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners, and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Big eating in Auburn and Opelika means Big Mike Steakhouse. Famous for high-quality steaks cooked to perfection on an open fire grill served in a relaxed, rustic atmosphere. It's happy hour at Big Mike's every Wednesday and Thursday from 4 to 6 and half off select appetizers, draft beer, and well drinks. And don't forget, a Big Mike's gift card will always be the perfect gift for Big City Steak in your hometown. It's Big Mike Steakhouse in Auburn at Shigjurd Parkway and Wire Road. 
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Tracy Lawrence, live at the Oaks Farm, Saturday, December 2nd, with the Red Clay Strays and Zach Top. Tickets start at $45, kids 6 and under free. $1 from every ticket sold goes to Tracy Lawrence's Mission Possible, benefiting the homeless. That's December 2nd, gates open at 5, the Oaks Farm, Veterans Parkway, Lafayette, Alabama. Tickets now at 423productions.com. The Drive continues. 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 The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. Online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Drive here on this Friday afternoon. Bill and Dan with you here in the studio. And uh, we normally have Justin Ferguson with us when he's in town. Uh, well, even when he's not, he's been with us on Thursdays most of the time. But, of course, yesterday was Thanksgiving. So we're pleased to uh, be joined by the man from the Auburn Observer, and that Justin Ferguson. Ferg, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing fine. I'm, um, I'm still fairly full from Thanksgiving. I, I saw a little bit. <laughs> So a little bit of the social media there with Ferguson, uh, I believe, uh, with some fried turkey was uh, was 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 going on there. What was what was what was that, Justin? Yeah. So uh, my family, like my entire life, uh, the way we do turkey uh, at Thanksgiving is we take the, basically just the turkey meat and then like season them, bread them, deep fry them, and like kind of have turkey fingers. That's, kind of been the way we've always done it hmm. um and so i've always told people hey if you don't like traditional thanksgiving turkey you cut up the meat and fry them up like chicken fingers that's a you know that's a it's a good way to kind of kind of do something a little different uh for, for thanksgiving so uh, but yeah it was a good good time with uh, with family really uh, all day yesterday and then or you know this morning getting back to auburn here uh this afternoon and uh we'll have a we'll have a football game here in a in a short while yeah, one that um, uh, you know, uh, what a difference a week makes. Just going into <laughs> la- going into last weekend, I think most Auburn fans were pretty optimistic, and because Auburn was on a three-game winning streak, expected to win, and you know, you you had some you had some numbers that that really um, appeared to be good signs. Auburn never having lost to Nick Saban when they were coming into the Iron Bowl on at least a four-game winning streak. Uh, I mean. That one's gone. I mean, so is a lot of the optimism after that performance last Saturday in Jordan-Hare. Yeah, and, and look, it, last week's loss was about as bad as you could have had. Um, losing to a non-Power 5 team by three touchdowns is, is about rock bottom, really. And, and I think, I will say, though, I think it's important for you know fans who want to have some optimism to look back and say, hey, you know, it was a bad game. Every game in college football kind of takes on a life of its own, and Auburn just got pretty much everything wrong last week. 
But this is still the same team that had figured some stuff out on offense, was playing really good defense in that three-game winning streak. And then, of course, I just keep going back to the fact when Auburn's offense was struggling this season, they still only lost to Georgia by seven at home. And so I think if that if this team is capable of that early, and there are multiple examples of what they've been capable of this season that could help Auburn in this game, um, you know, don't over, you know, emphasize last week's game. You know, the last thing that happened isn't the only thing that happened. Now, if Auburn plays like they did last week and, and they don't have the same kind of execution, you know, focus, whatever, Whatever all, when all went wrong last week against New Mexico State, if that all shows up again, Alabama will win, and Alabama will win easily. But the body of work for this team from the, you know, throughout the course of the year shows that they are capable of hanging with a team like Alabama. They just got to go out there and do it tomorrow, and, and that's, that's what everybody's going to you know, keep their eye on. Justin, I've been harping on the need for Auburn to get off to a fast start because you know, it just seems like, you know, based on uh, the it, – it's tough for anyone – you, you, want, you want the crowd really in the yeah, game? Yeah. Well, it, well, you better get off to a fast there's, start. There's a list of reasons why. One of them I would point out, Bill makes a good point there about the crowd. I would also say it's tough for anyone to play four quarters with Alabama, considering Alabama's depth, and Auburn probably isn't there yet as a roster. And so the longer the game goes, you would feel like the more it's probably going to be advantage Alabama. So if you can build a stockpile of points early on, maybe you've got a chance of hanging on against an Alabama surge in the second half. Where do you feel like the pressure points are if Auburn's going to get off to a fast start? Where are the where are the on either side of the ball? Where where do you feel like there's a ton of importance that this group has to execute? Yeah, Auburn's got to set the tone on defense, defensive line. You go back two years ago in this game, Auburn's defensive front really just kept them in the game all, all game, gave them opportunities to win. Derek Hall, Kobe Wood, those guys just playing exceptionally well. Before last week, Auburn's defensive line had played better football. Alabama's offensive line, as good as Alabama's offense has been this year, Alabama's offensive line gives up a lot of sacks, a lot of tackles for loss. Um, this is a game where they need to play to the crowd, take advantage, come out to a fast start on, on, on defense. And it's twofold, right? Because if Alabama comes out and gets um, pretty good points on the board early, um, you know, this Auburn team on offense is just not built to come back. Conversely, defense, you go out to a good start. You can play to that crowd. You can you can lean on that some. And so I look at the line of scrimmage in this one as, as the big, you know, difference maker. And I wrote about it earlier this week at the Observer. If you look at the history of the Iron Bowl, especially in the last 20 years in Jordan-Hare Stadium, what happens uh, for Auburn when they have when they win or play really, really well against Alabama, have a chance to win? Um, it's, it's the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Last week, Auburn's offensive line and defensive line did not play well. They have got to play well. Uh, in this matchup for Auburn to have a chance. Uh, so I look at the line of scrimmage at, at being a big key because if the offensive line gets off to a decent start, doesn't give up a lot of sacks, you know, gives Peyton Thorne time to throw, create some stuff for the running game, it's going to be huge because this, this Auburn offense needs to be balanced. They have to be balanced in this game. Alabama's defense is too good to be one-dimensional against. Um, you know, they, they're a defense that does pretty well from front to back. So, Auburn's got to be balanced. they got to get off to a good start on offense. But I really look at that defense. And if they have to play a game on Saturday that looks like the Georgia game from earlier this year where the defense creates turnovers and creates opportunities and keeps them in the game, or the 2021 Iron Bowl uh, as being another example, that's probably Auburn's best-case scenario in this one. So I look at this defense who prior to last week had been playing really good football for the last month to go up against an Alabama team that's got a lot of talent. Obviously, Jalen Miller is a great player. Um, you know, great players all across the board. 
but they have been susceptible at the line of scrimmage this season. And Auburn's got to take advantage of that with their defense. Couple of things that uh, that that I've been thinking about, uh, Justin. One, you mentioned the game two years ago, and and yes, two years ago in twenty twenty one was let's see, was was Auburn a better team? I mean, they, they, they had T.J. Finley at quarterback. Was Auburn a better team in so. in twenty twenty one? Was Alabama a you know was is Alabama as good as they were in twenty twenty one? Their offense, they don't have Bryce Young. I mean, Jalen Milrow has had an outstanding year, but Auburn should have won that it's, ball game. That should yep. be s- some cause for a little optimism there. And I think Auburn has better coaching than it, they did two a, years ago. It's a road conference yeah. loss. It's not a home loss to New Mexico State. But there was nothing about the way Auburn played at South Carolina in right. 2021 no. that made you think they were going to come back home and have a competitive Iron Bowl. Yep. No, yeah, 100%. And again, I point to the Iron Bowl two years ago, and I point to the Georgia game earlier this year to say, hey, do not think that the last game is indicative of what you're going to play next. It can be, but it's not guaranteed. What happened the week before the Georgia game this year? Auburn did absolutely nothing on offense right. against Texas A&M on the road. Now, they did not have a great game on offense against Georgia, but their defense made the plays. They got those opportunities. They put points on the board that way. They're going to have to do that in a game like this. But it is possible. If a one-legged T.J. Finley um, you know, quarterback to offense – and a Brian Harson coach team can come close and should have beaten Alabama in the Iron Bowl at home. Why not this team? Why not this team have, have to have a chance? Now, again, Bama's a two touchdown favorite for a reason. If Auburn plays, you know, sloppy or doesn't get off to a good start, Alabama will roll and they'll they'll do it pretty convincingly. But if you're an Auburn fan wanting to have hope and wanting to, to find some optimism. Just look at the fact, like I said earlier, the body of work for this team for most of the season shows they can hang with this Alabama team. Um, last week did not show that. Last week was, you know, a, a really just an outlier in how bad a team can look against a team like New Mexico State. So if you shake that off and you're able to play a clean game this week, yeah, why not? Why not Auburn go in there and play competitively? Uh, because – as we know, when Auburn has a pulse at the end of the season, um, they usually have a really competitive Iron Bowl in Jordan-Hare Stadium. We're going to find out tomorrow, and I think we're going to find out pretty early oh, yeah. how much of a pulse this Auburn team has. Yeah, and the, the, but the other thing, and I've thought about that a little this week, is that that Georgia game, um, Auburn, Auburn wasn't running the kind of offense. They're not running anything no. similar to the offense that they're running now. Do you think, right. do you think Auburn maybe – uh, does, does Hugh Freeze go back to something like that? I, I can't imagine that being the case. And do you think that had any factor in Auburn being able to keep that Georgia game as close? I think the thing here for Auburn is you go back to that Georgia game. Why did Auburn? Why did Auburn hang with Georgia? You know, like they did earlier this season, and it was because they scored off of turnovers, and they leaned, and their defense got stops. Auburn did not really march down the field very often in that True. game. They didn't finish with great offensive numbers. Um, Auburn, really, for the last month, had kind of figured out some stuff on offense. Now, I'm not saying Auburn needs to go, you know, full-on turtle shell and run the clock, but they need to be balanced in this game. Like, they would love to come out there, throw the ball around, stretch the field a little bit with Peyton Thorne, right? But you don't want to quickly go three and out. Um, they got to be able to create some some movement on the ground. And the fact of the matter is, 
Alabama just hadn't given up a lot on the ground this year. Uh, their run defense has been very good. Um, and, you know, unless your name is Jaden Daniels, you have not been able to run the ball super well on Alabama. So you need to have some of that balance and that explosiveness in this game. And I do think the type of offense that Auburn ran prior to the New Mexico State game, and what they were trying to do in the New Mexico State game, honestly, and they just never did, that offense is better built to compete with a team like Alabama. You go in and you try to play conservative, you know, shell offense, and you're running, you know, the two-quarterback system or all that that Auburn was trying to figure out earlier this season. I just don't see that working. And I see an Alabama defense as good as they are, you'll be able to tee off on that. you got to have balance. You can't be one-dimensional against these guys. How much of what we're talking about with the offense is on the wide receivers? Because, Bill, I was looking back at the numbers from the New Mexico State game. I talked about this on the Observer podcast. I mean, all told in the New Mexico State game, Auburn's receivers came out to – it was right around – the receivers, not the tight ends and the running backs, but the receivers came out to right around 90-something receiving yards – and 60-plus. They weren't targeted an awful lot No, they, they weren't. No, and 60-plus uh, of those yards came in the final six minutes of the game mm-hmm. after New Mexico State built the 14-point lead and continued to build that lead. The targets to VAR and Caleb, like the, a lot of that came when Auburn had to scramble. So, you know, it, se- it seems like when we talk about this fast start, especially with the offense, it's, it's, on, it's on Auburn's receivers uh, being able to win some of these matchups. Yeah, I think back to you think the 2017 Iron Bowl. You think about that game Brian Davis had, and you you think about some of the big plays we've seen Auburn receivers make and these upsets over Alabama in the Iron Bowl over the years. Got to come up with that. And look, like everybody knows what the what the deal is. Um, Cam Coleman and Ryan Williams are going to be on visits this weekend. Everybody on the planet knows that Auburn wants to upgrade a wide receiver this offseason, and they're going to have to. So for the guys who are still here the guys who are on the team right now, and the guys who um, have a chance to come back next season, because not everybody's going to be eligible next year, but the guys who do have eligibility left, this is a really a just kind of gut-check moment and say, hey, can you go up against a really good Alabama secondary, and can you make some playing and prove not only to this coaching staff, but everybody who's watching that, hey, you need to be a part of the plans next year, and that even though Auburn wants to, get, you know, wants to bring in Perry Thompson – and Bryce Kane and Malcolm Simmons, and they want to add Cam Coleman, they want to add Ryan Williams. It, you need to be able to show that you're going to be a part of this moving forward. So we talk about how you respond. We talk about how you um, you know, bounce back from adversity where you get challenged and show, okay, how, how, you know, what are you made of? What, how tough are you after what happened last week? The wide receivers are a huge piece of that equation because if Auburn comes out and they don't really make much of anything on offense, especially out wide, there's going to be more and more emphasis that they could just start with a clean plate next year. They could be a bunch of freshmen and, and transfers next season. Um, you know, And so I think some of those guys, like Caleb Burton, like Jay Fair, have been able to make some plays this year. Um, but this is an opportunity to show that you can be trusted moving forward uh, out wide. Talking with Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer. Justin, uh, can you hang with us uh, through a break? Sure. We'll talk a little basketball as well when we come back. Stick with us as we continue here on the Friday Drive.
trust Dixie Overhead Door to restore your garage door with a comprehensive tune-up. For a limited time, it's free for Dixie Cares Plan members and only $49.99 for others. Avoid a real-life nightmare and take care of the most important door in your home. Regular maintenance can reduce noises and potential breakdowns, extend the life of your opener, door, tracks, and springs, and quickly spruce up the space. Especially important if it's turned into your new man cave. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. Yellowwood knows that a five-star backyard is the place to make lasting memories. Like cookouts. Um, cornhole with friends. Ooh, a neighborhood potluck with your wife's pasta salad. The one with the feta. Oh, sorry. Or taking a nap on your deck in a hammock. Naps are memories. Mm, I love naps. For five-star backyards and the most memorable experiences, Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. If it doesn't have that yellow tag, you don't want it. I'm Jessica Samuel with Opelika Power Services. Opelika Power is committed to delivering the highest level of service and value to our customers. We are devoted to meeting the needs of our customers through safe, reliable, and affordable delivery of electricity to the home. We're proud to serve you. Please visit our website for more information about the benefits of public power. We thank you for your business. We're Opelika Power Services, hometown people working for you. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Time to churn up some more yardage on The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back into the drive here on this Friday afternoon, 23 minutes away from five o'clock. Bill and Dan here in the studio, Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer joining us on the drive hotline. Before we continue with Justin, um, tell everybody what's going on with the Observer and, uh, you know, uh, how they can, how they can uh, get all that info. Have you got him turned Sign up? Yeah. It is a great time to, uh, to subscribe. 
um, because we've got obviously Iron Bowl weekend coming up, bowl practices uh, on the way as well for Auburn. And, uh, you know, you're definitely going to want uh, to, to keep in track of everything we got going on on the basketball side as well. So I was thinking about it today. I mean, it's hard to believe a uh, you know, week from now or a week from Sunday, I should say, Auburn's going to be at App State. I'll be there for that one. Uh, we'll be right in the thick of uh, non-conference play here really quickly. Um, so AuburnObserver.com, sign up. You get all of our football stuff, all of our basketball stuff, all the newsletters, all the podcasts, $6 a month or $60 a year. It's a great time to sign up. You can also give it. Uh, it's Black Friday. You can also give it as a gift. Uh, just go to AuburnObserver.com slash gift for more info. Uh, that is a great idea for uh, for Auburn fans that don't have it. Now, speaking of basketball, the other night we got to see the good and uh, I believe a great teaching moment from Bruce Pearl as uh, as that second half against Alabama A and M Auburn was. I mean, they did everything well in the first half. They dominated every category. They were so selfless. I mean, they passed the ball so well. Made that extra pass. Second half. It appeared, you know, with a 35-plus point lead early in the second half that uh, that a lot of the players just decided uh, maybe it was time to go ahead and get some stats because it was not pretty there in the second half. It wasn't, and it was one of those good things where, it's, I mean, I think it's just hard to keep guys completely locked in and motivated when you're up by 40 at one point in the second half, 30 for most of the second half. You know, and, and, and they had played so well in the first half, and, and Bruce is going to continue to harp on it. Um, it's not like Auburn is playing bad, uh, you know, basketball by any means right now, um, but they need to play a complete game. And I think that's one of the things where, like, I look at it and say, this is where Auburn can really improve as a team. This is where they can have a shot to, like, clearly get better, is that, you know, they've got a, they've got a really good chance here um, to, you know, be better on defense in the second half. Play cleaner uh, throughout throughout the game. Get off to get off to those hot starts again. And it's just they're playing good basketball, and I feel like they they could get a lot better. And one of the easiest ways is just hey, these games they've got coming up, just lock in and play a complete you know forty minute game of basketball. Um, you do that, um, you're going to be in a really really good position because it's it's a it's not a bad problem to have. Like oh, we're only winning by you know double digits instead of just really crushing these guys. Um, you know, you, plenty of teams across the SEC in the country would love to have these kind of issues right now for Auburn. But the good thing, the good thing is that they're they're in a good spot right now. They just got to keep at it. Talking with Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer here on the Friday edition, the Black Friday edition of the Drive, and uh, and Justin, I was impressed by uh, Aiden and uh, Trey, not just against uh, in, in the first half against Alabama A&M, although I thought they were... Uh, Interesting starting lineup, too. Well, yeah, I mean, well, and and uh, uh, the, the, they're, I, I thought some of the backcourt combinations uh, were, uh, were, were playing well. You know, what's your, what's your take so far on, uh, on what Auburn has at guard? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to note that what Auburn did uh, in, in the starting lineup on Saturday, or on, on Tuesday night, sorry, was a case of Auburn you know, wanting to uh, wanting to get some uh, get some things sorted out. Uh, you know, in terms of um, their in terms of their discipline, I guess is the best way to do that. Because Bruce Pearl said the case of starting Trey Donaldson and Dylan Carwell over Dever Jones and and Jani Broom was an in-house matter, nothing to do with basketball, nothing mm-hmm. or anything like that. But, however, I did find it pretty interesting that. 
um, you know, if they had to make those changes in the lineup, that they did run that two-point guard system. And even though I don't think that's going to be something that Auburn's going to want to do every single game this year, um, the, the fact that they got to show it and they got to kind of like give a little bit of, okay, this is what that would look like this year, um, I think is a pretty good sign. Like this is a team that is um, that has got a lot of uh, lot of ways they can kind of move some things around on the offensive side and the defensive side. Um, a lot of good, interesting combos. Uh, I, one of the one of the combos that I really like that has played super well this year, if you look at it from an analytic standpoint, is uh, Denver Jones and 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 Chad Baker Mazzara. I mean, it's just been through the roof how good those guys have been kind of early on this season playing with the, with each other. But you do that, you, you've, you've seen some opportunities for Jalen Williams to play the five, Chris Moore to play back at the four. Aiden Holloway has been exceptional this year. His his plus minus is just off the charts right now through the first five games of his college career. This, this team's deep, and they are they are finding different ways and combinations to kind of get guys moving. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, you don't want to get into a situation where you're having to change your starting lineup because of stuff that might have nothing to do with basketball. But the fact that they did and they got to at least see it out there, I think could help Auburn moving forward. And we've seen Bruce experiment with that lineup a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I also think Chaney Johnson is is getting more comfortable and uh, he, he's getting better and better offensively. Oh, it was so good to see Chaney Johnson have some shots fall. Um, he had played really well the first four games of the year. Um, the shots just weren't falling. And uh, he'd been taking good shots. Been rebounding and defending really well. Been exactly what you had kind of ordered um, from from him um, when you got him the, got him in the transfer portal this off season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just getting to play a really efficient game. I think he was six or seven from two. And I had a couple of dunks, but I mean, had a mid range jumper, had some good finishes in traffic. Um, JD Johnson, I mean, that is a weapon. And when you put him out there, and you've also got Jalen Williams out there, we talk about how dangerous it is that Auburn can always have one of either Aiden Holloway or Trey Donaldson on the floor. I think you're approaching a scenario where you could, you could say the same thing about, you know, Jalen Williams, Chaney mm-hmm. Johnson, just because it is so rare and different to have guys that are athletes um, that can do a wide, like anything you ask them to do, they have really, really well-rounded games. If you're always playing one of those guys at the four, um, that's an advantage that not a lot of college basketball teams have. And so that's a really good sign there. But good good game for Chaney. It's one of those things where, you know, hard work and dedication kind of pays off. He had been in the gym trying to help him. How about a shot? Get better on offense. And, and the light came on for him on uh, on Tuesday night against Alabama A&M. And I think Auburn doesn't need him to be a double-digit guy every single night in order to be a good team. But having that feeling, I think, means a lot, especially with the way Jalen Williams has gotten off to, to the you know starting this season. ACC-SEC Challenge, the next time Auburn uh, takes the court, 8-15, the uh, tip-off for... Oh, man, I'd, for, I did, I'd forgotten all about that. That's during classes. Yeah, Virgi- That's during the last week of classes. Virginia Tech yeah. and Auburn <laughs> tipping off at 8-15 on Wednesday night at Neville Arena. Uh, what, what, do you, uh, what, what do you know about the Hokies? Uh, it's understandable if you say nothing. The game's still, like, uh, you know, pretty much a week away. Yeah, no, I do. I have looked ahead at some with Virginia Tech. Um, Virginia Tech beat a pretty good Boise State team yesterday by seven. Um, lost to South Carolina earlier this season uh, in Charlotte uh, by two. Um, but really good offense. I mean, you're talking about a team – um, that is shooting some of the best numbers in the country this season from three and two. Awesome at the free throw line. Doesn't turn the ball over, uh, you know, a whole lot. Pretty experienced as well. 
um, bringing back a lot from a from a team last season that Mike Young did, who you know a team that didn't make the the tournament this year, but or last year, but they you know that Virginia Tech team was so fascinating last season. They started eleven and one, and then lost seven straight to open ACC play, uh, and then kind of rallied down the stretch to at least get back into the postseason. I believe they were in the CBI. And that one. So this is a solid team. This is a solid team. Really, uh, I like what they've got uh, going on offense. Very balanced, very experienced, share the ball. They, they attack in a variety of ways. Not as strong on the defensive end, but they do gamble. They do try to get a lot of turnovers. Um, I think they are top 40, I think I saw in the country, in turnover rate right now. So it's going to be a good test for Auburn. This is a Virginia Tech team that right now, I think it's top 60 in Kempom. Um, so, I mean, to this point, um, you know, it'd be the best team you played since Baylor, and might be the best team you play again until you until you have USC, and then and then the SEC play starts. So this is one of the premier matchups for Auburn. I think when it was revealed that Auburn was playing Virginia Tech in the ACC SEC Challenge, I think a lot of people were like, oh, okay, you know, so what? It's Virginia Tech. Not really excited about it, but I think Tech's a team that might not be a team that's going to necessarily contend for an NCAA tournament burst. Like they have to, they'll have to play really, really well this season to get out of there in the ACC. But I think this is a team that um, has played a lot of basketball together and uh, really good on offense, and they can be dangerous. So Auburn's going to have a pretty tough test on their hands uh, Wednesday night against uh, against Virginia Tech. They'll be favored, and they're at home, but um, this Tech team is really good on the offensive end. It still seems like a missed opportunity, though, for the ACC-SEC Challenge because this should be Virginia. This, this should be Virginia coming to Neville Arena uh, and these teams meeting up for the first time since that Final Four game a couple of years ago. Instead, I mean, not not that there's nothing against you know nothing against this Virginia Tech program. And you're right, they're off to a, a good start, and they've they've won a couple. I mean, they played you played South Carolina uh, down to the uh, down to the buzzer earlier this season as well. But uh, uh, but no, it, it's it it uh, could could be a little bit juicier, Justin, if uh, if if only. Yeah, and I think they I think there were some of them that some games in this in this. ACC, SEC challenge that could have been better. Like Alabama's got Clemson, I think, which is nuts. That I mean, you could have done you could have done better with that matchup, I think, as well. Um, you know, most of them big name marquee games. You know, you put Duke and Arkansas together. You put Tennessee and North Carolina together. A um, and M and Virginia, obviously, A and M's coming off a great year last year. Um, you know, there's a lot of good matchups in this in this field, but felt like Auburn and Alabama should have gotten a better better draw there. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll see see some of more you know marquee matchups moving forward. But I do think both Alabama and uh, and Auburn uh, and both of those games are at home. I think um, both of them are going to be playing teams that they will be better than. But you know, top fifty, top sixty opponents—they're not terrible matchups. Or just they just don't really have kind of that marquee player that we would have wanted coming into this. And then of uh, of course, as, as we uh, as we let you go, I mean, before that, we've got. The Iron Bowl tomorrow. Some uh, parting thoughts. What 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 are your feelings? As uh, as here we are, you know. By this time tomorrow, we'll be in the second half. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing. I mean, it's like if Auburn plays the defense that they are capable of playing this season, especially at the line of scrimmage, they could they could hang in here, and I think they could run a lot of the same playbook, so to speak, from the Georgia game and make it a competitive football game. I do think the crowd is going to play a factor in this. Um, I do not think, you know, this is an Alabama team that's very, very good, but they do have some flaws. They do have some weaknesses. You know, they struggled with Arkansas. They've had some games this season that they shouldn't have been nearly as close in. 
Auburn, Auburn's got to get out to a really good start. If they start slow, Bama gets you know a score or two up, and the Not offense good. gets close. It could get it could get real ugly. Yep. But I've seen enough <laughs> Iron Bowls in Jordan Hare Stadium with my own eyes that know that you know if Auburn if Auburn plays like they're capable of in this game, from what we've seen throughout the year, this could be still a ball game. You know, twenty four hours from now, and we're talking about Auburn taking Bama to the wire one more time uh, in Jordan Hare Stadium, and I and I. I think they're fully capable of that, but it's gonna a lot's gonna hinge on how that first quarter goes. No question about it, Justin. Uh, great stuff. Good talking to you. We'll see you in the box tomorrow one more time. Let folks know how to get the Observer. Yeah, AuburnObserver.com. Six hours a month or six hours a year. Uh, if you subscribe, you can check out all our podcasts where we preview the Iron Bowl. Uh, mailbag today. A lot of a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, and then, of course, all the uh, football and basketball coverage in the postseason and the offseason for football and, of course, the meat of the schedule coming up here for basketball. We'll be all over the place with it. AuburnReserver.com. Sign up there. Uh, sounds good. Thanks, Ferg. See you tomorrow, Justin. See you, man. Uh, we will get to our final break of hour number one. Come on in and join us here on the Friday Drive. It's the trendy, fashionable boutique that's easy on the pocketbook. Discover Elizabeth Boutique, the cute contemporary clothing and more store in downtown Auburn. Elizabeth Boutique has all the in-demand tops, skirts, pants, shoes, and accessories for all ages. Plus a great gift selection, and you'll be pleasantly surprised by the affordable prices. It's the unique boutique for all occasions. Elizabeth Boutique on North College, downtown Auburn, and on Facebook. Chandler here from University Ace Hardware. I moved to Auburn almost eight years ago, born and raised in Huntsville, Alabama. That's where all my family's still at. I used the excuse of coming to school to move to Auburn and uh, have not left. I started working at Ace Hardware six years ago, working the OP department as the manager. The thing I love most about working for University Ace Hardware is the family environment, uh, making friends with new customers or customers that have been there for a while, and then the ability that they give me to help grow the business, which I enjoy a lot. Some of my favorite things to do outside of work, really enjoy going to Auburn football games and tailgating with family and friends. This time of the year, winter, I do hunting. Uh, and then every Wednesday night, we do a bowling league with a couple other guys from work. So that's that's a fun little hobby. We're not any good at it, but we're, we, we do it. University Ace Hardware, proud member of the Auburn Opelika community since 2013, next to the movie theater in Auburn. Eating in Auburn and Opelika means Big Mike Steakhouse. Famous for high-quality steaks cooked to perfection on an open-fire grill served in a relaxed, rustic atmosphere. It's happy hour at Big Mike's every Wednesday and Thursday from 4 to 6 and half-off select appetizers, draft beer, and well drinks. And don't forget, a Big Mike's gift card will always be the perfect gift for Big City Steak in your hometown. It's Big Mike Steakhouse in Auburn at Shigjord Parkway and Wire Road. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. 
Tracy Lawrence. Live at the Oaks Farm. Would you pay me a Birmingham? Saturday, December 2nd. Find out who your friends are. With the Red Clay Strays and Zach Top. Tickets start at $45. Kids six and under free. $1 from every ticket sold goes to Tracy Lawrence's Mission Possible, benefiting the homeless. That's December 2nd. Gates open at 5. The Oaks Farm Veterans Parkway, Lafayette, Alabama. Tickets now at 423productions.com. Now, more of The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502 or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back in. Final few minutes of hour number one of the Friday Drive. Our thanks to Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer joining us. I hope anyone, we talked about Thanksgiving at the beginning of the show, I, I hope anyone who attempted something they'd never cooked before, I hope it was a, a flying we didn't have success. Anything, we didn't have anything brand new, I don't think, this time. And, and, you know, and you don't need to. Thanksgiving's also when you play the hits. Uh, yeah, you know, but, you know, I, I tend, to, have to, break out I tend to adjust things just a little bit. Like, we do a ham, we'll get a ham and glaze it ourselves, and I always tend to sweeten it a little bit more each time or something. May have overdone we it. Had, just we had a debate. Stuff. We had a debate in my family uh, pre, pre-dinner. pre I guess people had, people had uh, they had consulted different sources as to proper turkey carving technique. And so there was sort of like, well, what's the right way? And sort of, you know, my, <coughs> my dad has, has the, you know, has his way of doing it. And then some other folks had ideas oh, about yeah. it. Other ways, but well, I, you know what we've decided. What's what's yours? We've decided to get it carved. There you go. Yeah, you let Don Dunn decide. Uh, decide. Let me tell you what. Delicious. We usually have a good bit of smoked turkey left over. There's hardly any left because it was so good. No, it's and that is. Uh, and, and I hear people knock turkey and say, "Oh, you know, we, we go with other." Well, you we know, I mean, if you just, it can be dry. It can be. It can be dry. You've got to know what you're doing, so that it's not dry. Because, you know. Juicy turkey can be is, is very although, flavorful. Although I'll say this, uh, you know, it's slightly dry, and not not that not that I oh, prefer. No I, no, I mean, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I want it to be cooked. But I'll tell you what, that's what that's that's what some of that gravy's for too, right? Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, in, in an emergency, that's that's what uh, that's what you're looking at with some of that turkey gravy. So now, I, hopefully, everybody's Thanksgiving plates uh, turned out uh, t- turned out uh, as, as as magical as they can be. Yeah, we we've. Uh, we, I predict that there'll still be some left by Monday. So that's that's after sending things home to three different households. All right, uh, we're halfway done. Speaking of I'm Don Dunn, glad I noticed that because that was yeah, not, that that's was not good. On. I was wondering. I was thinking it's about time. Coach Don Dunn joins us at five fifteen. When we come back, we'll open up the phone lines. Love your thoughts on the Iron Bowl. Anything you want to talk about sports wise in the final hour of. The Friday Drive. The 
Edward Via College of Osteopathic Medicine in Auburn is dedicated to its mission of transforming medical students into caring, compassionate physicians. VCOM partners with Auburn University for student activities, shared learning experiences, and research opportunities. Students are instructed in a hands-on learning environment by outstanding faculty members that are dedicated to student success. VCOM is working to improve the health of Alabama's citizens by increasing the number of primary care physicians throughout the state, especially in rural and underserved areas. Find out more at vcom.edu. Tomorrow, the game that shuts down the entire state of Alabama returns to Jordan-Hare Stadium. Auburn going after it. Here's a good snap. It is blocked! It is blocked! Give the ball. Up and over. And here goes Davis! Oh, my God! Davis is going running all the way back! Goes the down! Can you believe it? Coverage begins at 11.30 a.m. Central on your home for the Iron Bowl. Auburn Opelika's flagship station, Classic Hits, Wings 94.3. Auburn University Football on Wings is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Max Credit Union, Vintage 2298, Southeastern Industrial Contractors, Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, Jewelry by Design, and Auburn Bank. Auburn Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Catch Auburn football all season long on Auburn Opelika's flagship station, Wings 94.3. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Hey everybody, this is Jacob Goetz, voice of the Lee Scott Warriors. Join me all basketball season long on the home of Lee Scott Academy Basketball, Tiger Country 104.5 on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Find the broadcast schedule and listen live at tigercountry.net. Lee Scott Academy Basketball on Tiger Country 104.5 is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic and Auburn Express Towing. Also by Russell Building Supply, the Gooch Performing Arts Center, and Auburn Bank. Tune in to the home of Lee Scott Academy Basketball, Tiger Country 104.5, part of the Auburn Network family. ESPN 1067, WGZZ HD3 Waverly, and W294AR Auburn Opelika.
The following is an Auburn Network production. Live from Auburn, the sports capital of Alabama, this is The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. And online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome into hour number two of the Friday Drive. Bill and Dan here on Black Friday. And, uh, yes, we hope everybody had a had a good Thanksgiving, didn't overdo it. But, you know, if you traveled to be with family, I uh, hope, hope the uh, trip went well. Uh, Do people it, still camp overnight to, to, to get the doorbuster deals and stuff? Like, remember, remember uh, that? I'll tell you this. Uh, Lay it be- on me. Before I came here, now, it wasn't early on or anything, but um, uh, my wife wanted to check a couple of things at, at a couple of stores, and it's like, I would say this. Mid-afternoon today, there were no parking spots at Tiger Town or at the mall. I mean, so people are still so hitting a lot the stores, of people hitting the stores on Black Friday. Maybe. I don't, I don't know if there were many getting those door busters. But I've done that a couple of times. It's been a while. I did. It's been I, a minute since I've done that. I waited overnight uh, for to to be one of the first folks to get a great TV deal. TVs. Yeah. I mean, that is there that, any is there any other reason now to wait? I mean, unless you can get a great, I did. Man, I saw a great deal on one today. I yeah. asked my wife. I said, "Do we need a seventy-inch TV?" Uh, it's like, I guess, sure. The answer is, why not? It depends. But it's on, like, yeah. well, and where's the, where's that, you know, sixty-inch that we've got gonna go? The bigger, the bigger question there is like, what's the definition of need, right? Like, that's right. That's, that's that's really where you're, well, you know, that. That's, I mean, that's I saw, the real yeah, question. I saw a couple of great deals on those. So I, I maybe there were. I didn't see. I didn't see a lot of ads. Maybe it's because I wasn't looking. Didn't see a lot of ads of store opening at five or at four or whatever that we we used to you stand know, in you line. You know what for. I like? I like that it's gone out of fashion for the stores to reopen on Thanksgiving. Right? Remember that was a thing yeah. for a oh, while yeah. where it was like, oh, you know, we're we're going to be open Thanksgiving night to get a jump on the shopping or whatever. It's like I like people being able to take if. You know, if if you can, I like being able to give your employees Thanksgiving sure. off and and allowing them to to spend it. Uh, you know, if if not with their families and friends, at least you know not not having to be at work. Yeah. So ho- hopefully everybody got that opportunity yesterday. Uh, we're here again today, and it's Black Friday. It is Iron Bowl Eve. It's increasingly darkening. It for is, man. It's it's Sam what a, what a terrible year it has been for Arkansas. They lose KJ Jefferson early in this ball game. The home games. How about the home games they've gotten in Fayetteville, Bill? This one, and you and know, I was, Auburn. I, you know what? It's it's funny. I was thinking about this. All these, how many of these season-ending games slash rivalries are the the home team's big underdogs. I mean, uh, and and are around 500 playing teams that have won nine or ten. You got Florida in that situation against Florida State. Auburn in that situation against Alabama. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech that way against Georgia. South Carolina that way against Clemson. It's funny how they're the home teams are all the ones that are either hoping to get bowl eligible or uh, you know hoping to salvage something on the season against a team that is looking at a New Year's or better 
bowl game. We, we were chatting with someone off the air about this before the show started, before the, before the second hour started. I mean, there's been a public – or I don't know how public it is, but what's, so what's the story in Arkansas? Juracek has told the players he, – he, Yeah, well, he came out and said – he came out and said that Sam Pittman will be back next year. I mean – if they lose, it's twenty-seven nothing. Just starting the third quarter, yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas this was game down. ends up, you know, around fifty to not much. There have been there that have, may be a tough, uh, you know, a tough thing to live up to. Multiple unsportsmanlike penalties, multiple oh, yes. personal cheap fouls, shots. cheap shots. I don't think the team has represented themselves well on the field outside of the score, which, as you just mentioned, Bill, is twenty-seven to nothing, Missouri. It was twenty nothing, Missouri. Before uh, Arkansas started the second half, with a turnover and a uh, and a touchdown now for Missouri. So yeah, I think it's um. I said before that that it would be in this day and age a surprising show of loyalty to see Sam Pittman get another year from from Hunter Juracek. And then it turned out that they do plan on going into this offseason. But how do you how do you recruit with? With questions about like, oh, with, I know, I don't know. It's that hot, like, and and how do you? I don't know. Like, it just feels like in this day and age, we talk about the era being different for players. It's different for coaches too. It's different for what's what you can survive in. And it seemed tough for Sam Pittman before this week, and now he's getting now he's getting uh, demolished at home by Missouri. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. I mean. Last night, you had the same situation last night with Mississippi State and Ole Miss. You know, Mississippi State went in trying to become bowl eligible. Uh, and and State, and, and it was it was tight for a while. As a matter of fact, they, yeah, they did take the lead, right? Yeah, they did. Yep. Uh, after being down 3 nothing at the half, they scored, took the lead 7-3, to and then Ole Miss uh, sort of woke up and, and won that ball game 17-7. But but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I just thought it was interesting looking around, especially in the SEC, how many of the the uh, Florida Florida State, how many of the rivalry games have the the home team, the big underdog. It, I mean, it's such a shame. Haven't for, seen haven't seen an upset yet from one of the home Ar- teams. Did Arkansas just fumble the kickoff? I think they did. All right, no. uh, but they may have gotten it back. Missouri sick. Nope, Missouri got it. This one, and that's at the 10 yard line. This is about to be a 34 to nothing game, and we have 11 and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. I don't know. I might, I might have Sam held Sam Pittman. I mean, I yeah. might have held off on that. I, I love Sam Pittman. Me too. He's, he is, in my oh, years, goodness. in my years of going to media days, I'm not sure a coach has been nicer to me personally than, than Sam Pittman has. And, uh, and, and I'm not rooting for this, but I'm also like, I mean, we're seeing what we're seeing. And, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's getting away from, uh, it's getting away from Arkansas today. We'd love for you to join in. We're going to talk with uh, former Auburn defensive line coach Don Dunn in about uh, uh, 10 minutes or so. But you can join us by calling the Drive Hotline that, uh, that is sponsored by Skybar. The number, 334-321-1390. It might, might be a busy weekend for our buds over at, uh, at you Sky think Bar. It, yeah, I, I, I would mean, sure th- think th- so. Things already – I mean, I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if you tried to do downtown uh, today at all, Bill, but I'll uh, – No, I, I – I, uh, Intentionally avoided downtown. Yeah, I think I think tonight, I think tonight and tomorrow night both will be uh, will be pretty busy nights. Great place to watch the Iron Bowl, by the way. If you're not uh, if you're not going to go uh, to the stadium tomorrow, uh, Sky Bar will be open and they'll have that thing on all screens. Brand new uh, projector. They're real proud of there. They got uh, up on the uh, on the top level. They got they got a, a sharp picture there. So uh, so yeah, you're gonna wanna wanna check that out. Uh, Drive podcast. 
presented by our friends at Southeastern Industrial Contractors. Happy Thanksgiving to uh, to Derek and everyone mm-hmm. else there at Southeastern Industrial Contractors. They also sponsor uh, the well, they sponsor the podcast and the Drive Text Box three three four five six four eighteen forty. That's how you can uh, uh, chime in if you don't want to uh, call the show. We, yeah, we'd love for you to join in here in hour number two of The Drive, which is brought to you, as usual, by the good folks at the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care, with locations in Auburn and Opelika on the web at orthoclinic.com. You can also, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, uh, uh, it, it, it's, I guess, the, are they reviewing maybe t- targeting? It, it, I, uh, I, I don't I, know. Want, I wonder I don't if know. Like, watch, watch the hit. Watch the hit after the fumble. Like I, I, oh, yeah, I, it was helmet to helmet. Now, what happens there? Golly. The ball, I mean, when, out. I know, and, and the thing is, a lot of times, you saw targeting last night in the Ole Miss-Mississippi State game when the quarterback goes in and lowers his head and two right. guys are coming in. I, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah, th- this I don't was, know what you do when, when, you're, when you're looking at the ball on the ground. You're sure not going to lift your head up. You could break your own neck. Yeah, and, th- and this feels like extenuating circumstances because when the ball's on the ground, both guys are sort of looking down. They're looking down. I mean, I, I, but, but I could still but see. But I, I guess technically, it's yeah. go- technically by the book, it would be targeting. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what they, um, you know, I, I guess they, did they say no targeting? They decide, I don't know. I just saw him signal first down. They, it is first they're down. Ce- they're celebrating on the Missouri sideline. It sounds like they they decided no targeting, and it's Missouri football. Well, that's probably the, you know, the. Oof. It makes sense, but again, by by the letter Ar- of the law, it may have Arcan- been. Arkansas is a, is a stark example of what Auburn can't do tomorrow, right? Like we're talking about, you know, you've got a and Missouri's the ninth team in the country. And I think most people would tell you Alabama's got a better roster th- than Missouri does. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, it's another took it is. I mean, it took one play, six seconds. It is 34 to nothing with 11:32 to play in the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, we've been watching this thing unfold throughout the, the, you know, the, it was, the, it was 10, it was 10, nothing when, when the show started. Yeah. I mean, this, this 10, is, nothing in the second quarter. This is the, and, and that's, that's not getting off to the slowest start, but it's not getting off to a fast start, right? Arkansas probably, like Auburn, Arkansas had to get off to a fast start today to, to withstand whatever they were going to experience from Missouri as the game went on. Instead, uh, Arkansas is down 34 uh, early in the uh, third quarter in Fayetteville. Yeah, so uh, it looks like a 10-win season for the Missouri Tigers. So you've got, you've got four SEC teams with 10 wins now. I'm 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 giving Missouri this win because you already have Georgia with 11 going into tomorrow, Alabama with 10 going into tomorrow, Ole Miss with 10 after last night, and Missouri with 10 here today. And what a season for Ole Miss, right? I mean, we were talking about it before this. I mean, that that's not 10 and 2 isn't it it doesn't get you into a 14 playoff or to the SEC championship game, but uh, you know, if, if Lane Kiffin can consistently beat all but the best one or two teams on his schedule at Ole Miss, I think he'll have a chance to get into a 12-team playoff with a team like that. And I think, I mean, who knows what happens after that, right? I mean, if you, if you, if you get hot or you, you start bringing in uh, be- better better players and, and have a, a more consistent roster over the – but, I mean, we were, we were talking about the talk there at Ole Miss that this could be – uh, one of the uh, you know one of the best teams in Ole Miss history, and I don't know where ten and two with losses to Bama and Georgia puts you all time in Ole Miss history, but it's better than better than better than most of the seasons they've had in the last. No, 20, I, I heard him say years. last night 
This is Ole Miss's second 10-win season in history, and they both come under Lane Kiffin in the last three years. Ole Miss had never had a 10-win season until this year, according according to uh, uh, Tom Hart, I believe, last night. I'm wondering, did, did Hugh Freeze have one and they had to vacate some of the wins? Uh, that's probably, yeah, that, or, I think you're absolutely right I'm there. One, I'm wondering if that, right. that might be the, the caveat there. Because they did not win, I don't think the Eli Manning team won 10 in 2003. That was a, that was a good football team that, that challenged for the SEC uh, West, I think right up, until, right up until they played eventual national champion LSU uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, but that was a that that was a, a pretty good team that that uh, uh, you know you know and a, a guy we've been seeing in the press box uh, David Cutcliffe, right? You know, right. So we've been seeing David Cutcliffe around the coach of that 2003 uh, Ole Miss team uh, with with Eli Manning, and then yeah, Hugh Freeze had some teams uh, in his uh, in, in his tenure at Ole Miss that were that were pretty good too. But but I would I would think uh, yeah, this is one of the better Ole Miss football teams, certainly in the how about this the division era of the SEC the last 30 years. Like this Ole Miss team, this this might be the best Ole Miss team of 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 that tenure. Like you think about since since the SEC added South Carolina and Arkansas and went to West and East, this could this could be the best Ole Miss team in that tenure. Like in, in that in that could thirty years, they, they play better. You know, this year is a better combination of offense and defense than they've had, and they've got a lot of guys coming back with Jackson Dart coming back. Quinshawn Judkins will be back for his junior year I mean they they've got some uh, they, they've got some real talent coming back next year for the uh, you know in Oxford 334-321-1390 we're about to place an outgoing call as we get to our first break here of hour number two Hugh Freeze went 10 and 3 in uh, 2015 okay and, so and, and then had to vacate some no, of those I, I think that's the record I think that one stayed I think it was the I think it was 13 well and then they were absolutely wrong last night on the I broadcast right. I'm, look, I'm looking at yeah I, I thought that didn't sound right but I mean I figured well why would they somebody would have had to have looked that up um that's what uh that, I think yeah that's, I've got I've got Ole Miss going six and two uh, in the conference and 10 and three overall in uh in in, in 2015. But that's but but not not too many of them in, in their in their in their history. Let's get to our first break. We'll check in with Coach Don Dunn when we come back here on the Friday Drive. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. It's easier to handle life's twists and turns with the help of someone who knows a thing or two. Tim Jones has been serving the community as a farmer's agent for over 30 years. As you prepare for whatever's down the road, he's here to help by providing you with a range of insurance options and personalized attention. 
Call Tim Jones, 334-826-6888 to learn more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck, or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. It's the trendy, fashionable boutique that's easy on the pocketbook. Discover Elizabeth Boutique, the cute contemporary clothing and more store in downtown Auburn. Elizabeth Boutique has all the in-demand tops, skirts, pants, shoes, and accessories for all ages. Plus a great gift selection, and you'll be pleasantly surprised by the affordable prices. It's the unique boutique for all occasions. Elizabeth Boutique on North College, downtown Auburn, and on Facebook. Tracy Lawrence. Live at the Oaks Farm. Saturday, December 2nd. With the Red Clay Strays and Zach Top. Tickets start at $45. Kids six and under free. $1 from every ticket sold goes to Tracy Lawrence's Mission Possible, benefiting the homeless. That's December 2nd. Gates open at 5. The Oaks Farm Veterans Parkway, Lafayette, Alabama. Tickets now at 423productions.com. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Let's get back to The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back into The Drive. Here on this Friday evening, Bill and Dan here in the studio. Dan's at the controls this week. It was me last week. Dan's doing it this week and doing a good, uh, good job. We're getting the hang of this. We shouldn't let him know that. Uh, yeah, that, that, that uh, we are. But Drew no. shouldn't. Drew shouldn't want well, us to let him know that. No, no you're right. No, we, we like Drew, but but Monday we'll need him because we're going to be we on the road. Need, well, we need we need him. We need him most days. We do. But we do. We'll need him especially on Monday. Ab- we're, absolutely because right. Because we're going to be at Franklin Tire and Auto, one of, our, right. one of our favorite places to do the show. And we will be looking back uh, at the Iron Bowl primarily, but other things as well. Speaking of the Iron Bowl, let's call in a veteran of those wars, and that is that is our, our own pit boss, the one and only <laughs> Coach Don Dunn. Don, happy Thanksgiving. Same to you guys. And I, I don't know if you heard earlier, there were some compliments to uh, to your work uh, from uh, from Bill Cameron uh, based on what, what uh, made it to his Thanksgiving table. Right, Bill? Yeah, there's not much left. That's the thing. It's like it was so That's good. A good so. thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. I appreciate that. And uh, I have a lot of good help at countries, believe me. Oh, it's not no, a one-man show. <laughs> no, no question about it. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, no, it wasn't another touchdown. Man, Missouri is absolutely just – Running roughshod over over the Arkansas Razorbacks, and, this and, and Coach, I'd I'd be interested to know your uh, I mean your memories, your your relationship with uh, uh, Coach Travis Williams, who is the defensive right. coordinator having an having an up and down season. Did make the Broyles Award list, uh, you know, as as a defensive coordinator, but they've had some uh, they've had some tough games, including one uh, against Auburn. Uh, but yeah, what what do you remember about uh, Travis? Are you surprised uh, years later that he's uh, he's he's made it all the way to SEC defense coordinator? 
No, not at all. He was a student of the game, a great young man, always gave 100% off and on the field, and great great family, and I'm uh, really proud of him. Got a couple of those guys, you know, out there, T-Rob, and uh, which we'll be seeing Saturday. Absolutely, and, yeah. Uh, and so I'm always proud of those guys that go on and make it, uh, not only in the SEC, but we have a lot of them coaching, a lot of, a lot of good high school coaches for those former guys. So very proud of them. Well, yeah, wanted definitely wanted to get into some some memories that that you have uh, from multiple years here in the in the Iron Bowl. There, there's some there's some great ones, boy. You were you were on the uh, the winning side more often than not. Yeah, seven and three, which is um, quite an honor. Uh, very lucky, very fortunate. But we had good players, and that's how you win those games. Um, you know, we had. I, I remember the nine to nothing game. It was so cold, sleeting, and Wet miserable. And cold. And, You're right. And fun, and just beating them over there. And <laughs> that was a great, great night. And uh, every one of them was a little special. You know, we were behind in 04 when we were undefeated. Yep. I think we were behind at halftime yes, over we there, were. and just nervous. I think we were so tight and nervous the first half, and we just. I think Jason hit a big pass later, and. But they're all, they've all been tough games. But the thing I like about that game, there's a lot of respect. I, you don't see a lot of, you know, chippiness and a lot of fighting like you're seeing on TV now. Like today I was watching the Missouri game. And oh, yeah. Just craziness. Now, I've been in some of those other games like the Egg Bowl was just vicious. There was always a free-for-all or a fight or something happening. But uh, the Iron Bowl is special. I think it's the greatest rivalry in college football, no doubt. And I've been in some good ones. You know, like I said, Montana State, Montana, on a smaller level, and then the Egg Bowl, and but uh, there's nothing like the Iron Bowl. It's not like beating them either. Woo, Coach, I, fun. I thought. I mean, as as a, a defensive line guy, I, I can't believe you didn't start. You didn't lead with 05, right? I mean, you, you'd you'd think that's yeah. that's that's one of the uh, one one of the highlights of uh, of of your of your career and of your Iron Bowl memories too. Yeah, that, like I said, uh, uh, every one of them was pretty close and. Uh, a struggle, and you know when we had all our backs out, and I think we put Trey at tailback or fullback. Bobby Petrino came up with that plan, and I yeah, think it was Cooper. Actually, seven. remember, remember, it was Cooper yeah, playing Cooper fullback? Was yeah, the fullback. That's right, a tight end. <laughs> so that was a great game plan. I think they were what ten and one when we went over there that time. Oh, oh two, like oh two is one that we were talking about it earlier. That that yeah, I think stands yeah. as as one of the bigger upsets. You know, I, I think it's uh, you know there's, there have only been a handful of games where Auburn was a double digit underdog this mm-hmm. this century where where Auburn pulled off the win and the 2002 Iron Bowl uh, is is one of them. A couple of them got, a couple of them happened with uh, with you on the premises there, Coach. The the win in the swamp uh, was one of the bigger yeah. upsets by the by the mm-hmm. numbers. The the one in uh, in 2007 uh, and the uh, I guess you, you there would be. Those those were the two that really stood out to me as like the uh, you know the, the the two bigger ones and and yeah that that O two that O two game's been mentioned a lot uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot this week, right? But it, it's a fun fun week for everybody. It's uh, and it doesn't matter what happened the week before or what's going to happen next week. Uh, our kids will play hard. Our crowd will be crazy and wild. And it's tough to win here in the Iron Bowl. Um, the weather's going to be awesome. It looks like. Oh yeah. Everything's right for an upset. Uh, well, let, let, let's talk about that. I mean, because a lot of folks, um, I think there, there was a lot of optimism on the, on the Auburn side and the Auburn you know, fan base until 
last week when that New Mexico State game uh, came up. And, and it was just, boy, it was just a game where it didn't look like anybody was, was really 100% there. Uh, it was just, it was such an odd thing. But, but you're right. Dan mentioned earlier that, you know, Auburn two years ago coming off a, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a, a very ugly performance against South Carolina could have and probably should have beaten Alabama. Right, right. Uh, yeah, last week, you know, I, I noticed that from the get-go. I didn't see as much enthusiasm out of anybody on the sideline, coaches included. I mentioned that to my wife, and it's easy for me to sit in my living room and say that. But, <laughs> but it's uh, – you might think I'm crazy. That might have been a wake-up call. That might have really helped us this week. And I know that sounds nuts because we lost, but – these kids will bounce back, and this is a whole different deal. And it was ugly, and it nothing good about it, and it happens. And that quarterback, I tell you, he's a tough kid. He he's something else. Uh, and he had a great game, and they had a good plan, and we just weren't ready to play, and those things happen. But I don't think it's going to affect us. I really don't. You can't let it beat you twice. The old saying, which you know, that's coach talk. But I think we'll do fine. Well, Coach, you know, you were there in 07 when Auburn played Alabama in the Iron Bowl a week after Alabama had just lost to Louisiana Monroe. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if that – did you come away thinking, oh, this is even – they're even more dangerous because they just lost to Louisiana Monroe? They, I think that was that was a losing yeah. – There losing weren't many st- Auburn fans that were thinking that. But that was a losing streak right. for right. Alabama to close out right. the season. But I would wonder, based on what you just said, like were you thinking, well, they just, yeah. they just lost to Monroe. Nick Saban's going to have that team – the, you know he's he's going to put the fear of uh, of of whatever religious deity you want yeah. to choose into, uh, right. into everyone on that roster. <laughs> no doubt. In fact, I bet you if you ask him, I don't know if he would tell you. Coach Saban would have whether would have much rather us have kicked New Mexico State's butt. But now he's I think he's probably thinking now they're going to you know they probably had some tough practices, uh, some come to Jesus meetings and. Uh, uh, have a little chip on our shoulder. So I, I, if I was him, I would have rather they would have, we would have won. But uh, yeah, you always worry when they get beat the week before you play them. And that 07, that 07 Iron Bowl, which, you know, I think you know, may, maybe isn't, it, does, it doesn't have the memorable single play of some other ones, but that, that game went down to the wire too. That was an absolute, yeah. an absolute brawl. Yeah. We were lucky to get out of there with that one. And then next year, of course we got stomped, but uh yeah, that was uh, that was a tough one, and that was, I think that was Coach Saban's first year back, yep. if I'm not mistaken. It was. And uh, yeah, they're all tough, but man, what a what an honor to play and coach in that game. Uh, that's something I always cherish and remember. Oh, I, I am sure. Let's uh, get get your thoughts on what what Auburn is facing tomorrow. You talked about the quarterback from uh, New yeah. Mexico State and how well he played. Man, Auburn's got quite the task tomorrow. Jalen Milrow, early this season, you know, there were some questions as to was he the guy? He has answered that with an exclamation point down the stretch. He has uh, he has really played well, and he is so dangerous with his legs uh, as as well as with the uh, the arm because he he throws such a good deep pass. But man, you you've really got a challenge there on the defensive front when you're going up against a guy like a Milrow. Yeah, no doubt. He's gotten better every every week. Uh, if you watched him early in the season, like you said, he's really done a good job. He's progressed. 
you got to contain him like we talked every week, build that box around him. Uh, he's going to get his yards, but we can't let him take off and then throw it behind us. I worry about that. You know, how we'll come up out of coverage. You got to be very disciplined in the secondary. Even though he's taking off, mm-hmm. you got to, you know, you got to stay in your zone or man to man. We got to stop the run. That's every game that's ever played any level from junior high to peewee football. You got to stop the run and we got to get pressure, but we can't just run up the field and run by him like we talk every week. It seems like on these quarterbacks, they're getting so much better every week. It seems like we play a great quarterback. You know, I, I should have uh, I should have led with this, but the 2007 Iron Bowl that that is the game where Gerard gets bit by the dog, right? So that, I guess there, yeah. there is there is there is a memorable player too uh, yeah. from, from from that one as well. What what in the world was the sideline like there, Coach? When when you when, when a police dog uh, bite bites someone in your secondary? Well, I didn't see it. I, and somebody he came over there, and I think he was bleeding. Even I think it broke the skin, and mm. and somebody said he got bit by a dog, and then we saw it on film, and it wasn't funny, but it is now. And I recruited him, so what a great kid And uh, from up in Decatur. And, uh, you know, his sister, I think she went to Alabama. They're, you know, that's a tough area up there to get those Alabama think, guys up north. You know, I think, uh, I think I think Aaron Savage is the coach at Decatur now. Yeah. You know, for, yeah, another, another, I another guy. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think Aaron Savage is, uh, is, fact, is the coach up there. He called me when he – I think I called for him or something. I wrote a letter or did something. But he called me at that time. I think you're correct. Another, another, another really good guy from uh, from those days. Oh, all of them. We had great kids, and that's what was so fun. Coach, uh, we 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 really uh, love spending a little time with you every week. I mean, you're you feel like you seem to feel like you know Auburn is is uh, you know not as not in as bad a place as a lot of folks do uh, heading in. And that's something that I try to let folks let, let some people know is that players get over this a lot quicker, I think, than fans do. Oh, no doubt. And, uh, you know, it hurts. Uh, I'm sure they hurt. Uh, I know they hurt. And But by Tuesday, I mean, it's it's Iron Bowl. Come on. And, uh, you know, it'll make things so much better after we beat them. I think we got a great chance. Uh, strange things happen. As you know, as that sun goes down in the Iron Bowl, and there's nothing like beating them. I got goosebumps right now. And it'll make for a great Christmas and, and, and a great for recruiting, too, as you guys were talking earlier. So it's a big day. It's a big game. And like I said, there's nothing like it. I've been all over the country, and it's the greatest rivalry in college football. Well, and Coach, you mentioned uh, you, you mentioned the 4 game, uh, Coach, and, and I would think, mm-hmm. um, you know, that game, because Auburn seemingly came in with, I mean, Auburn was in, in the top five and the top three at that point. Alabama was having a tough season. Um, the, you know, the, the belief was that Auburn would would sort of cruise to victory. The longer that game went with Alabama having the lead or that game mm-hmm. staying close, you know, I imagine it got uncomfortable on the Auburn sideline. I would think tomorrow, the longer the game is close, the longer this is a one possession game, especially if it's true as you just said, when the sun goes down and the lights turn on, you know, there at Jordan Hare. That's that's not going to be for a team that needs to win this game to stay in national championship contention. Uh, that that's that's not a comfortable position to be in. No, all the pressure's on Alabama. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. And those kids, I've been there. We were a nervous wreck. Sometimes you you don't do what you've been doing. You don't make the call. You don't 
do the right thing because you're so worried about not winning the game that you're supposed to. And the other team just comes out and plays. They have nothing to lose. And um, that was a tough game, and it was a scary game. We just were fortunate to win. Yeah, there's no, there's no question the pressure is on Alabama. Everybody's already looking forward to next week's matchup and saying if they beat Georgia, then – but if they lose to Auburn, it doesn't matter. If they beat Georgia, exactly. they're not going to be in the in the playoff. I wanted to get one final thought from you, sure. and that is I've watched a lot of them, but I've got, I've got a, a unique opportunity tomorrow. Tell me about – Tiger walk for the Iron Bowl, just because. <laughs> because get get this, oh, I, I, a my my best friend's wife has has bought two tickets for the Tiger Walk. That's one part of the fan experience, and she wants me to walk with him in oh, Tiger man. Walk tomorrow. So I mean, I've I've covered, I have watched, but I've never been in a Tiger Walk. I, I will find well, out tomorrow. But you know, yeah. get prep me a little. Well, you better get a helmet and put it on. <laughs> And a and a, a bulletproof vest, and because it's it's it is so I can't really describe it. It gets me emotional. I remember when I was recruiting Jason Campbell. That's really the only time I walked through it the whole way. Oh yeah, because I wanted him to go with me. And I I I can't describe it, Bill. You're just gonna. I'm anxious to hear your comments Monday. <laughs> but it is very unique, and for the Iron Bowl. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I, I I can't I can't imagine. So uh, yeah, maybe maybe I I'll be able to put it in words, but uh, yeah, but but yeah. Now, when we when we, I don't know, if, I'm sure they've moved it back. But you remember in the old days, you were like going right through the crowd. I mean, it, I'm, I know the security. I think it still fine. is. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but they'll be reaching for you and don't have anything in your pocket. <laughs> oh man all right well i'm, I'm looking i'm looking forward to that and looking forward to the game and and looking yeah. forward to the next time we spend some time together as well that sounds good i've enjoyed it and thanks for having me hopefully we can talk before the bowl game oh absolutely you need me coach, coach it, it's don't worry one, one of my favorite parts of the week is getting well, to uh, is, is getting to getting your analysis which is so valuable but also like we have so many fond memories of the time that you got to spend coaching uh, and uh, and that you know that that was a really special time for folks who follow Auburn and, and I was a student during uh, during that time period and getting to getting to reminisce about some of those games is is really cool and I I hear from people who who enjoy that so so thank you for uh, for your time uh, all season long coach. Well, I appreciate that, Dan, and uh, it, like I said, it was an honor to coach at Auburn and uh, you know we're still in Auburn, so that tells you something though. <laughs> Absolutely, and we love it. And uh, I'm getting ready to go to work. Get ready for the Iron Bowl. Got to put on those butts and turkeys and stuff. Co- and Coach, ribs. Might I uh, might uh, <laughs> might drop might might drop off some uh, some black coffee for you uh, tonight. I'll be there, buddy. I, lo- I love to hear it. Take care, Don. Thanks again. Thank you, guys. All right, Coach Don Dunn joining us as he has. And yes, we we're not done with Don Dunn. We uh, no, not by any means. We will get to our bottom of the hour break. Then we're open up the phone lines. Love for you to join in as we continue here with the Friday Drive.
Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. This is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware tools. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. On the drive. The drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of the drive, call 334 321 1390. Toll free at 888 382 7502 or email us at the drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back into the drive here on this Friday evening. Bill and Dan with you for about another 20 minutes or so. Love for you to join in. And again, the uh, drive hotline presented by Skybar, 334-321-1390. Tell you what, we have some tickets for Auburn women's basketball against Alabama A&M on Sunday. Uh, We've got four of them. If you'd like like some tickets, just uh, let us know when you call in. uh, We can leave them here for you at the uh, station for you to pick up. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. Get your thoughts. How are you feeling here on the eve of the Iron Bowl? And let's get to the drive hotline. And Bill is up first. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. Uh, I really enjoy listening to Coach Dunn. You know, all those games he talks about, 
in the early 2000s all the way through the time he left Auburn. I, I remember a lot of them. I always had a lot of them. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really fun to listen to, you know, because that gives you perspective, the side of the game that we don't see or hear about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, as far as the game, Saturday, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's, I just hope that I can accept the results win or lose, unlike last week. Uh, if the kids go out and do the best they can and, and play hard. And if they do that, it'll be a decent game. Uh, it'll be tough for them to beat Alabama. Alabama's got a good football team. I mean, you can say what you want about them, but they have a good football team. But we can uh, pose a, a problem for them. And all I can hope, and all I, all I am hoping, that uh, the kids go out there and play hard and do the best they can. And that's all you can ask of them. Right. Uh, I, don't know I agree. What, I don't know what happened last week. I was there. I watched that. Um, and it's just, you know, it's hard to explain. But uh, well, What happened last week was that Auburn played its worst game of the season. And if Auburn decides, you know, if, 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 Auburn, if Auburn plays its worst game of the season again, uh, uh, you know, against Alabama – it, you know, we won't be talking about 2001 as the worst <laughs> loss in no, no, Iron Bowl right. history at Jordan Air Stadium. But I believe the uh, I believe Coach I believe what Coach Free is doing. We're recruiting like we haven't recruited in, in forever. Uh, seems like, and uh, the, the the guys go out and give it a good account of themselves and, do the, and play hard tomorrow night. It's just going to that that recruiting class just will add to it because. Uh, the recruits, and I think I think you're. I think Brian said early in the, in, in the week. He said the recruits aren't looking what happens tonight. They're looking what happens uh, down the road next year when I'm here. And uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of recruits can make a big difference. I well, really do. It seems, do. I it think, seems uh, to me like the great recruiters can spin just about anything to to, to in service to what well, they're especially in year one. In I year mean, one, year one, you get a little more of a pass because it's not that coaches. Players. Yeah, if your team's really good in year one and they're not expected to be, you can you can say you know, see, I'm a genius. And if the team's uh, if, if if the team underachieves or if the team uh, you know clearly needs help, uh, you can point on the recruiting trail and say, be part of the solution, be part of the turnaround. So it does does feel like a lot of it is the messenger and and not great, not so much the message. Great point, Dan. And I was do the kids just want to. Now they just want a, a plate already made. Or they, do they want to be uh, a difference maker? Like when Pat Dye brought players in, you can be, turn this thing around. Do they, are the kids really answer that, or they just want to go to a program like Georgia that's just, uh, you know, recent trends would indicate that the best players have not worried about playing time because they've still been willing to go to Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State and places LSU, places that that already have a stockpile of talent, but there are other schools that can pop up uh, in, in the top five or the top ten in recruiting. Auburn is one of those places that I think has the resources to to have a top ten recruiting class in football if they if you know if they, if they land you know they, they they have the the right the right combination of things happen for Auburn. But uh, but no, it, it is it is fair to work, and you know that, I think that's part of the reason why we're getting a bigger playoff. Is because you know the same same teams at the top, uh, in same teams at the top of the playoff rankings, same teams at the top of the recruiting rankings. Uh, you know, may, maybe long term isn't great for the sport. Great point, Dan. And uh, anyway, uh, good luck to Tigers tomorrow, and uh, hope those kids play as well as they're capable of playing. War Eagle. Appreciate the call, Bill. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. And Rain Man is up next. Hey, Rain Man. 
Hey, fellas, how's it going today? Pretty good. Hey, uh, I've got to tell you, to be wrong finally on an Auburn game this year, uh, and have it to be the one we had last weekend, to be 11-1 and one in picks after tomorrow, to have the one time I picked it wrong to be the time we couldn't figure out how to rally or even play well enough to beat New Mexico State so they could be one win at 27 losses against the SEC. I mean, even Mississippi State beats yeah, now this I is. I don't want to hear yeah. how good they are or that we just played a bad game. Oh, no. We Auburn should not have lost play, that game. The coaching, the players, everybody looked like they came in thinking they were just going to throw their hats out there and we were just going to win. And for the first time this year, I'm going to be critical of the coaching staff and the head coach, despite other wins and losses and whatever. Even the worst coach in Auburn football history could figure out to change a quarterback and spark a team to rally to come back and beat Mercer. And then almost beat Alabama for 58 minutes. What is a coach going to do that can't even rally his team and figure out to play a different quarterback or a different running back or do something different to rally your team against an 0-27 all-time SEC foe like New Mexico State? That's that's a good question. I mean, I guess I mean, you know coach the only Austin thing I could think of is mean, to beat Mercer. He's the worst. Georgia, of Georgia State, but I know what you mean. Uh, Whichever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was only a three-point game at half, but they didn't, they didn't, you know, they didn't come out with fire in the second half either. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was, I nothing. thought it was the worst. I mean, considering the opponent, I thought it was the worst game the defense has played all hey, year. I, I said it early some this are. week. And some, that and is the that, worst loss I can that I think Auburn has ever had. It Period. was embarrassing. Our play was embarrassing. It wasn't a lack of this. The word that was that we need is effort. There was a lack of effort. Yep. All around from the coach to the to the to the water boy. But but I would uh, I would say it it's abysmal. And it's overly simplistic to describe it as a bad game, but I would say it, it's evidence of how bad it can get if you play badly. Like how I mean, yeah. you're an SEC team and you can play so badly that it looks like the Conference USA team that has never beaten an SEC team before is, in fact, the major conference team. Like, that, that's, uh, that's what it was on Saturday. Now, this team has also played, like we said, this team has also played Georgia. to Closer within, than anybody. Yeah, as, as close as anybody has all year. This team took Ole Miss into the fourth quarter. And, and Brian Harson came back to beat Georgia State and almost beat Alabama for 58 minutes. He was leading 10 nothing. You can do that, but it says something. When you don't have the ear of your team enough to get a little more effort out of them than that, if he's lost the team, if he's barking and nobody's listening anymore, that's a problem. Uh, I suspect tomorrow will go down as one of the three or four worst beatings Alabama's ever put on us. And that's that's where people will wonder if he lost the team before the Iron Bowl even started. If 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 this is you know if it's if it looks like if it looks like when Auburn went up to Fayetteville, right, or I guess when Missouri went up to Fayetteville, right, like if it looks like if it looks like something like that. Uh, early, um, yeah, I, I think it, it could point to, you know, I think people might wonder if there are bigger problems uh, going yeah, on. I'm not calling for a coach to be gone like, like I, I have in the past. Uh, I'm just saying it looks to me like there's no means by which he can motivate these guys. Well, we'll and, see. I mean, uh, it's, that, that's a problem. If, if it happens again, that is, that, is the, that is the thing. It can't happen again. We need to get appreciate the call, Raymond. Need to get to our final break of the afternoon. Who we got? We got Mitch hanging All on right. from down we, in the Florida. Panhandle. We'll get to Mitch when we come back for the final segment here on the Friday Drive. Difficult times remind us to take stock of what's most important. And as a farmer's agent, Tim Jones is here for you and your family when those moments arise. 
He can explain your insurance options so you can select coverage that fits your needs because he takes pride in being able to help you protect the things that matter most. Call Tim Jones at 334-826-6888 to learn more. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck, or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Your Auburn football game day destination is Wings 94.3. Uncle T-Bone here. And Jack Hutton. Join us this Saturday. We'll get you game ready for the Iron Bowl against Alabama. Game day is presented by Johnny Brusco's New York Style Pizza, Wisdom Law Firm, Fairway Auto Brokers, Auburn Opelika, Hydra Med, Baumhauer's Victory Grill, and the Orthopedic Clinic. Only on Classic Hits. Wings 94.3. Chandler here from University Ace Hardware. I moved to Auburn almost eight years ago, born and raised in Huntsville, Alabama. That's where all my family's still at. I used the excuse of coming to school to move to Auburn and uh, have not left. I started working at Ace Hardware six years ago. I work in the OP department as the manager. The thing I love most about working for University Ace Hardware is the family environment, uh, making friends with new customers or customers that have been there for a while and then the ability that they give me to help grow the business, which I enjoy a lot. Some of my favorite things to do outside of work, really enjoy going to Auburn football games and tailgating with family and friends. This time of the year, winter, I do hunting. Uh, and then every Wednesday night, we do a bowling league with a couple other guys from work. So that's that's a fun little hobby. We're not any good at it, but we, we, we do it. University Ace Hardware, proud member of the Auburn Opelika community since 2013, next to the movie theater in Auburn. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Tracy Lawrence, live at the Oaks Farm, Saturday, December 2nd, with the Red Clay Strays and Zach Top. Tickets start at $45. Kids 6 and under free. $1 from every ticket sold goes to Tracy Lawrence's Mission Possible, benefiting the homeless. That's December 2nd. Gates open at 5. The Oaks Farm, Veterans Parkway, Lafayette, Alabama. Tickets now at 423productions.com. The drive continues. 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 The drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. Online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of the drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email the drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back in. Final few minutes of the Friday Drive here on this Black Friday Iron Bowl Eve. And back to the Drive Hotline presented by Skybar. And Mitch is up next. Hey, Mitch. Hey, guys. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. We, we can okay, hear you all right. right. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Mitch. Same to you guys. Hey, I, I got a couple things. Um, I believe it was the, uh, the, uh, the Egg Bowl last night. Now, I know the new rule is that, you know, under two minutes, you get a first down, the clock stops momentarily and all that. Now, is it, is it the same 
Is it the same thing when you run out of bounds? Like, if it's like in the middle of the first quarter and you run out of bounds, does the clock stop or does it keep running? It, um, it, the clock will stop, but as soon as the as soon as the ball is spotted, it it will start again. So it doesn't it doesn't run continuously, but it will restart. Okay, because because I thought I saw I mean under two minutes in the fourth quarter a couple of times where the guy ran out of bounds, and I figured you know with under two minutes it would stop. It should and shouldn't kept, start until the ball is snapped. Okay, that's see that's what I thought. I, that's what I thought. I thought you know under two minutes you run out of bounds. The clock stops, and I could have sworn because I even wrote it down. I was like, oh, that's cr- yeah, it shouldn't have done that. I didn't notice that last this, this, night. This is part of their this is part of their efforts to reduce overall game time. Right, like they're trying to they're trying to speed things up and have the games but take. It's, it's supposed to act now, the way it used to under two minutes. And before you ask, yes, they could also have fewer commercials, but that's not one of the options they're no. pursuing. To, to they're speed. shortening game time. They're not shortening the overall length. I swear. No. No, they're not. And and the the second thing I got was um uh, it comes on at six o'clock tonight and I'm gonna watch it just because um that uh, Emerald Coast Panhandle whatever basketball thing right, yeah. in Niceville Alabama and Ohio, Ohio State, State are, are playing yeah. in uh playing in Niceville at uh, at, at the uh, at the Raider gym. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say uh, I went into that gym a couple of weeks ago because we put some uh, dispensers up at the school and that is a very nice place holds about twenty four hundred. A little over 2,400 fans, but it's set up nice. And the little museum in the front for Jimmy Doolittle and a lot of the girls and stuff like that. A lot, a lot of the girls that come through Troy play uh, Florida Junior College ball, Mitch, and, and they've told me that's that's about as nice as Niceville is. Uh, the the Northwest Florida State gym is one of the nicer ones in in junior college basketball. And yeah, it's cool to see Ohio State and uh, and Alabama. That game about to start on CBS yeah. on the, on the CBS cable uh, CBS Sports uh, Network. Uh, yeah. And that's uh, yeah, that, that's a yeah, that's a game between four and zero Alabama and three and zero three and one Ohio State down in uh, Niceville. Yeah, so I, I would you know if you've never seen that arena, just you know flip over there and check it out because it's really nice. And uh, the, like you said, Dan, the I think the men were runner up last year in basketball, and the women I think won it for the second straight year. So yeah, they got a really good basketball program over there. Absolutely, I, I pre- appreciate it, Mitch. Great stuff. Thanks, guys. All right, into the final minute here on the Friday Drive. Again, Auburn, Alabama tomorrow. Alabama about a two-touchdown favorite. We've said it I uh, again. For Auburn, they have to get off to a quick start. They cannot afford to let Alabama jump on them. I, I think the crowd will be doing its best early. But, I mean, uh, Alabama, Alabama scores early. It's going to be very difficult for the crowd not to think, oh, crap. We just saw this last week, and it's just going to get worse. Right. I think it's imperative for Auburn, if, if you can, you know, get off to a fast start, keep this game close as long as you can. I mean, if or you bi- win or the build toss, a what do you do? Do you take the ball or do you Ooh. kick? I mean, it, it, are you, I you feel like you feel like, Freeze, you feel like gambling? I think Hugh Freeze probably wants the ball. I mean, uh, yeah. a stop and a score is a great way to start that game because it means you get the ball in the second half, too. But maybe you need to go out there and, and set the tone with your and, offense. And I don't Alabama's know. Alabama's had a propensity of giving up some things early. So, I don't know. I, um, I wonder if you put Alabama's offense on the field first and hope your defense can get a stop. Ooh, I don't know. Ask the crowd to you know will your defense into a, a stop on the first series of the game. I, I don't know, Bill. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I mean... 
We will be back Monday from Franklin Tire. Have a great weekend, everybody. We are out of here. Trust Dixie Overhead Door to restore your garage door with a comprehensive tune-up. For a limited time, it's free for Dixie Cares Plan members and 